Hey, 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 welcome into week two of season two of the Three Fever Point After podcast. I'm your host, Alex Anderson, joined, of course, as always, by my co-host, Natchitoches Central Offensive Coordinator Jeff Harper. Coach Harper, uh, you know, we got a game under our belts here, a week under our belts of high school football in Louisiana. Uh, how are you feeling uh, about the uh, goings-on with the Chiefs and uh, your first win over uh, Woodlawn last Friday? Well, we're excited. We um, we we played a very t Woodlawn team. Uh, we got to got to break in the new turf at uh, Leonard C. Barnes Stadium there at Booker T. Washington. Um, you know, we uh, we we're we're learning our kids, and the kids are learning our program. You know, as far as our scheme and what we're doing, and um, uh, it, you know, we're we're excited about where we're at. We're we're not where we want to be. So we did a lot of good things. We got some things we have to clean up, but. You know, I really have to. I have to take my hat off to Woodlawn. I mean, uh, Isaiah Kennedy is is the real deal at QB, and they've got some. They've got some pieces. Uh, their running back was good, and, and um, their defensive front, their box was pretty good. Their skill guys are good, and they never gave up. And I was very impressed with them all around. And so uh, it was a good test for us. Um, you know, they, they made us play four quarters, and um, they pushed us. And at one point, it was twenty three twenty two late in the yeah. ball game, and so. Um, you know, we learned a lot about our guys, and we got some things that we've got to do better, and we get getting ready for a loaded Opelousas team that's coming to us for our home opener at Turpin Friday night. Yeah, of course, we're going to talk about all the goings-on in week one, what we're looking forward to week two, but I did want to ask a couple more questions about that Woodlawn uh, matchup with Natchitoches Central. Um, uh, first, I kind of heard that same thing about Woodlawn after their jamboree against Northwood, that they were a talented team and, um, uh, you know, were giving people some trouble. Uh, I also thought it was funny that, you know, I, I think it was it was 10, 10 nothing or no, yeah, 10 nothing you guys. I'm like, okay, I need to go over to Bozier. I'm going to get out of here. I literally get into the parking lot, and I hear the PA guy go, touchdown, Woodlawn. So I missed that uh, totally for our Woodlawn fans out there. So my apologies there. Um, I just wanted to ask, you know, having a new coaching staff, not just a new coordinator, a new head coach, uh, really changing over the whole staff. Uh, I saw you before the game, and, man, you guys were fired up. I could sense there were just a little nerves. I mean, how, how stressful is that first game, and how does it feel after you get one under your belt? Well, uh, with it being my first time uh, with this staff, it, it, it was a little different. Um, I think it's more so for, for the kids. You know, uh, Jess, is, he's extremely intense, and um, he, he worries about everything. Uh, you know, he was sitting there just sweating bullets, wanting to see what the, who the crew was going to be, you know. <laughs> uh, it, it's little things like that. And so you, you want your kids, the, the, you know, the, the preparation was done, but you want your kids to go out and execute, and it is your, your first game of the year. And so... Um, I, I think more so the, the the nerves were for some of those those guys that were making their first start in certain positions, and some of those older guys that have that played you know for the previous staff were excited to be able to show off uh, some of the new things that we're doing. And so um, it's a little bit of everything. I think the, the main tension came from uh, the fact that we were playing at uh, Booker T. Washington, which is not Woodlawn Stadium, and right. uh, you know it was we were sitting out there underneath the the, the bleachers for. An hour and a half, and, and that was that, that had a lot to do with the anxiety because we're used to being able to kind of chill out in the ready yeah. room and um, you know a lot more a lot more you know private time and space and air conditioning and be able to meet, get on the whiteboard and go over things. And so I think that just the change in routine had a lot to do with the anxiety you saw with some of the guys on the sidelines.
Yeah, and a lot of teams are going to be feeling that with Lee Hedges being out of commission this year. And I mean, we kind of feel it in a much smaller scale, of course, just trying to figure out where in the heck all these games are, are going to be um, any given week. Mm. But hey, we're all doing our best. Uh, you guys certainly did your best Friday night. Uh, like you said, Opelousas uh, at home. I'm sure you guys are fired up for that. Let's talk about week one. Uh, I, I, I did want to have a guest today, but it was weird because of Labor Day and try to get someone, you know, turned around that quickly. It just couldn't work out. So next week we'll, we'll aim for a guest. But in week one, you know, uh, we don't always get it right with our game of the week picks, but man, we got it right. North DeSoto <laughs> and Airline. I mean, it was everything you said it was going to be uh, when we talked last week. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect 35 points in one quarter by, <laughs> by Airline. Yeah. But Man, uh, you know, I told you that's the game I wanted to be at. Um, it, you know, if I could have, if I could have gone, we didn't play. I would have been there. Um, you know, really, really excited for uh, Ben Taylor and his crew. Um, they put on a show, and and look, North Dakota didn't lay down. They came back. You know, having the lead, gave it up, then came back. You know, um, those guys are, are just fun to watch, and so. Um, I, I don't believe anybody's season is determined by week one. Right. Uh, I do believe it. That is a, a uh, incredible matchup for week one, but um, excited to see uh, how both teams uh, fare this week and bounce back, especially North Dakota, uh, you know, getting, getting back, uh, you know, in the winning column really quick. I mean, they can score points and, you know, uh, they, they can play good defense. So I fully expect that uh, they're going to, they're going to ride it and, and, um, put on a show this week, and there's no question what airlines capable of doing uh, week in and week out. I expect more of the same from them. Yeah, airline at, at Union Parish, North DeSoto. Uh, they have a big matchup uh, at Texas Team Center, a team they went to Texas and played a year ago. Uh, the old Rough Riders out of Center. We get them on the show probably once or twice a year. They play like a Carthage or, or somebody in our area. So um, it'll be fun to, to kind of see how that how that shakes out. A um, couple of other things from last week. Uh, again, I'm just patting you on the back, telling you all the reasons you were right a week ago. Um, Evangel, another incredible game on a Thursday night. Overtime at Neville. They go for two and don't get it. Um, but for that team to fight like that against a traditional Louisiana power, I mean, if you're an Evangel fan right now, you've got to be pretty excited i'm telling you the little e is back uh they have been building this thing uh since those guys stepped on campus in fact if you watch uh, any of the uh, god family and football um uh show it it even he, he addresses it in the first episode he's talking about you know 16 to 17 or 17 to 18 freshman sophomore guys playing that, that first year and so all those kids are older, grown, um, and they've got uh, plenty of experience. They're battle-tested. Uh, I, I love the fact that, you know, on the road, Coach Duran goes for two to win it. Oh, yeah. uh, he's not interested in playing another. He's not interested in playing another overtime. He's like, let's put this thing to rest. He's putting the ball in his guy's hands. Uh, and Neville's just a – they're just a juggernaut. So uh, to see that they went out and, and put up the numbers they did and played as well as they did, um, I'm not surprised. I expect them to do that week in and week out this year. They're going to be a team that is in contention all season long. Well, you know, we work with a lot of the Monroe guys, uh, TV guys there to, to trade highlights back and forth. And um, that Friday after uh, that Evangel game, a couple of Monroe guys were texting me like, wow, uh, we, I thought Evangel wasn't supposed to be that good anymore. And, yeah, so uh, they are certainly I, – I would say maybe they are back. I know for them, back is, is another definition in state championship 15. But um, exciting time. And you consider how North DeSoto played this Friday. Northwood looked good. And then you've got, of course, um, you know, Huntington who, who looked 
looks very good. You throw Evangel into that mix in 1-4-A, that's going to be a heck of a league. Um, really similar to what, what you guys have in 1-5-A, so I can't wait to see that. One last team to talk about from last week, Bozier. Down 20 to nothing, Gary Smith's first game. Another first-year head coach on the other side at North Caddo. They were down 20 to nothing when I got there in the second quarter. They score on offense. They get a pick six. They come back and win that game. Um, a lot of excitement for Coach Smith. I know they've updated, the, upgraded the facilities there. Uh, the weight room is really nice over there. Uh, an exciting time for the Bozier Bearcats. How about the fight in Gary Smith's? Man? There you go. <laughs> I'm fired up for them. I'm fired up for them, man. Uh, to see to see them come back, you know, um, and and hang. I think 46, 48 points yeah. is impressive. Now he's a defensive guy, and so you know he's happy with the win. But he's sitting there going, oh, "Guys, we got a lot of work to do on defense." I mean, I'm sure defensive mind. That's what all I've heard about from Jess this week is, man, we got a whole lot of work to do on defense. And so, <laughs> um, at the end of the day, man, you know, North Caddo um, uh, came out and played a really you know good ball game, and and they got a first year head coach. And then, man, you look at Bozier. Uh, not not out of it. Uh, mental toughness right there on on display week one. That's that's impressive. Yeah, that was uh, what a fun game that ended up being. I'm noticing that I have. Oh, I actually grabbed the right list. Sorry, looking at my papers here. Uh, that was fun. You know, when you get to a game at 20 to nothing late in the first half, I mean, as a photographer that's trying to get in and out of that game quickly, you're thinking, oh man, I mean, I missed it all. I'm not going to get anything. And then. I got a lot and then got the comeback. It's something often <laughs> rare that it works out for you that way. But, yeah, that was incredible, and the excitement was there. I, I saw uh, old coach Jim Gatlin there, too. He was watching uh, He was watching Coach Smith, uh, their good buddies. So um, he, I saw him in the stands, oh, yeah. and he was kind of echoing the same thing. I mean, just excitement um, for Bozier, and we're certainly excited to see that. Um, the Bearcats, as I look at my list and can't find them where they are this week, they're at Glenbrook this week. So another good matchup for them um, in week two. Um, uh, I'll transition now moving on to this week of games. I do want to talk about Benton and kind of um, make fun of myself a little bit. Remember last year, um, you know, we all picked Northwood to beat them uh, first game of the year. Um, that did not happen, and the Tigers were, came on our show the next week and, and reminded me how, how much I was wrong. Um, so toward the end of Friday Football Fever Friday night, last Friday, I said uh, after coming out of the Griffins Player of the Week story with Hudson Heron, man, for the life of me, I could not remember who won that game. And I just took a swing in the dark and said, and, hey, congrats on the win this week. And Benton won the game. Mm. So um, I am not out to get the Benton Tigers. I promise you that. We, we love our Tigers. But, man, sometimes. I don't believe they, I don't believe they believe that. <laughs> but sometimes you just open your mouth and dumb stuff comes out. I'm very guilty of that all the time. But with that in mind, <laughs> they got a big win over Northwood. Benton won that game. Now they have a really tough test, a team they played last year at home. Now they go on the road, Texas High. I'm sure you don't know much about the goings-on in Texas at this moment. You're pretty busy. But Texas High beat a top-10-ranked team in the state in Week 1 and then erased a two-touchdown deficit with a last-second score to win in Week 2. So Benton has their hands full as they head up to Texarkana this week. Um, uh, man, I, I, these mid, these in, interstate matchups—they got to be so different uh, for preparation. Yeah, I, I, I've talked to uh, you know Jess about that, and even Reynolds last year. Um, you know, you don't you, you don't really know what you're going against because even the film that you get on them from the previous weeks, you don't know how good those teams are. Right. Uh, being a Texas team, but um, you know, one thing that that Benton will will do is they will prepare. Um, all their guys on both sides of the ball, special teams. You know, Reynolds will have some tricks up his sleeve. 
um, you know, they're going to present some challenges with some of the things that they like to do offensively. Um, and then, you know, uh, defensively, you know, I, I think that they could, uh, they could, you know, throw some things at Texas high that they, they haven't seen with, with some of the with stuff they like to do in the secondary with um, near three safety stuff. But, uh, you know, at this point right now, I think Reynolds wants his guys to be prepared for, um, you know, a long, you know, stretch of tough district opponents and, right. and then, you know, trying to prepare them for the playoffs. And so uh, week two is, is a, an excellent time to do that. And with it being an out-of-state team, uh, Texas High is going to, you know, present some challenges and things that they that they need to be able to um, that they need to be able to, you know, look at and, and address on both sides of the ball. And so, um, I think it's a good good matchup for them. And, and I think last year the game was very competitive. It was uh, when you know I, I, when I think people didn't think it would be. So, um, whatever whatever you know has happened in the previous weeks for Texas High this week is is you know this is a Louisiana opponent coming in who can um, can make their life difficult with some of the stuff they like to do tempo wise. So. It'll be a it'll be a good game, hopefully for uh, for for Benton, and, and then get out of that thing healthy and, and get ready for you know district run. Now, are you familiar with uh, the Tiger Texas High Tigers quarterback David Potter at all? I don't know if you've worked with him or anything. No, I, I don't. I, I've heard of him, um, you know, just with some of the Elite Eleven circles, but I, I have I have never worked with him. Brace McHenry right. was the last one uh, that I worked with out of out of Texas High. Now he's at Baylor, so. Haven't, haven't really had uh, much contact with uh, anybody up there in the last year or so. Well, do a little homework. Uh, I know you got a lot going on, but when you get some time, watch some film on Potter because um, I've, I've, uh, I've used their game off of a uh, stream the past two weeks, so I've been cutting the highlights myself. And this kid is slinging it. Uh, and I don't think anyone was really talking much about him uh, to start the year, but, man, he is uh, he's throwing some, some really good balls. And I just kind of want to see if my uh, – scouting is uh, up to snuff too with with what you saw i'll so do it that'll be a little fun we can talk about that next week and especially seeing how the game worked out so we mentioned center in north DeSoto, same deal there i mean you just don't know what to expect when you're playing it out of state team but that is also another big game for us this week um looking at the list i think thursday night calvary at captain shreve uh, that game could be a lot of fun shreve ran calling all... me upset i'm calling okay. me upset i'm I, I believe i believe that uh Calvary goes in there and puts on a show. I'm calling the upset, um, and I know I know some people say it's not an upset. Well, right. I mean it's a two eighteen versus five eighteen. It's a five eighteen. It's got you know a bunch of uh, D one caliber players. Uh, they just seem to reload with athletes every year. You know they have one of the biggest incoming freshman classes this year, and it's just like a it's on repeat. We hear it all the time, and and they're supposed to be uh, kind of the class of one five a. And I think that. And I'm not saying they're not. I'm saying that they are. Uh, they've got all that talent, and they're well coached. Uh, but Calvary has got a group of kids, man. I'm telling you, they they they've been on the seven on seven circuit all summer. They they've got good offensive linemen. They've got a really really good scheme. They're well coached on both sides of the ball. Uh, you know, and you know how I feel about Abram Wardell. He's the real deal. Uh, he is going to uh, he's going to put on a show, and I think that that's going to be. Um, that's going to be a good game, and I, I think that 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 Calvary is uh, going to bring bring on that dub. That's just me, you know. Shreve people can hate hate me all they want. I don't care. Uh, it's not it's nothing against Shreve. I'm yeah. just saying, uh, I think Calvary is that good. And um, you know, uh, there's a name on on Captain Shreve's team. I want you to pay attention to uh, wide receiver Gage Haley. He's he's a kid that was at Parkway. Used to be a quarterback. Okay. Used to be you know in the Gunslinger program. Transferred over there. He's playing receiver. He's the real deal. Um, so he's a kid that I want you to watch for. 
Um, another kid to watch for for Sharif is Jamarlin Otis. Uh, broke a school record against Loyola for rushing Good. yards in a single game. Um, man, that kid. Uh, and you know, it was funny. His first big carry of the game, I was like, oh, here we go. We got a top play. Yes, I'm shooting it well. Here we go. Here we go. And then he fumbles at the five. So that, that, that didn't work mm. out for us personally. But he ended up recovering. Great game there. Um, and that for me, and I'm sure you know this all too well, you know, coaching a two-way school for a while, uh, that's my biggest kind of hang up when you look at Calvary and Shreve. I think the talent is similar, but Shreve's going to run that ball, Devin Harper on the offensive line, and I think late in the game, that's going to be where Calvary is challenged the most, keeping up with that depth of a 5A school. Well, I mean, you know, those are those are great points, and I couldn't disagree with that, but it was 10 nothing at halftime against Loyola. Yeah. And Loyola doesn't have the numbers or the depth. Um, in fact, it was 17 nothing, I believe, some midway through the third quarter and then you know Loyola just turned the ball over too much especially in the red zone when they had an opportunity to score uh, and they had a freshman quarterback in there the rest of each kid's going to be really really good I was impressed with him when we played him in the jamboree uh, and so you know 2A 5A you're 100% right uh, but depth numbers size all that stuff matters Calvary it's not the same Loyola doesn't have the same number of kids that Calvary does right. when it comes to on the football roster and Calvary can trot out you know another unit in there where they've got some depth in in some key spots especially skill positions um and and then you know on the defensive side of the ball so uh there is a lot of talent on both sides it's going to be a fun game i hope it's like north of soda and airline was last year like 75 oh yeah that'd be awesome 60 so whatever <laughs> the freaking scores were benton had a crazy game like that last year too they had like three you know i expect something i expect something like that but um you know i wouldn't be surprised if, if Shreve comes in and asserts their dominance in the box and makes it hard for, for Calvary to run the ball, and that's going to force, you know, force everything in the pass game, and Calvary can throw the ball uh, as good, if not better, than everybody out there. Um, and I don't know if Shreve can do that at the same pace that, that Calvary can. If Calvary can't stop Shreve in the run game, Shreve, will, Shreve is going to make their life difficult. And everybody knows Coach Kirby knows how to run the ball. He, he knows the box. Uh, I believe he's a really good offensive line coach from what I've been told. Um, you know, so that, that is going to be the, the game. It's going to be if, Cal if Calvary can't stop the run and, and if Calvary can't run the ball, they're going to force everything in the air. I think Calvary can score all day long. If Calvary can do both and Shreve can't run the ball, that's, that spells disaster. Um, so I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be a fun night. I, I really would be able. I really would like to be able to get over there if I can get back in town to watch it. Cause I yeah. believe it's Thursday night. Right, it is. Yeah, it's Thursday night at Independence. Um, some somehow Daniel, I got to sign that game. I don't know who makes that uh, makes that determination, but uh, yeah, <laughs> interesting that, that that happened that way. Um, but but Daniel will go to another good game on Thursday night uh, because of this Lee Hedges weirdness that we've been talking about. Um, it's in Northwood, but it's Huntington and Bird and. I, I'm kind of going the Huntington way, much as you were going with Calvary in that last matchup. I think this is a game Huntington can win. I really do. I, I think Huntington can, can beat anybody on any given night. Um, and I think that they, they have the weapons to do it uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Coach Ballou is a very, very good defensive coach. Um, and so he'll have, he'll have um, LJ White and those guys schemed up. You know, Caleb Tucker is one of the best receivers in the area. Yep people should be talking about um you know Huntington's got dudes on the on the defensive side of the ball bird scheme causes lots of problems for every defensive coordinator there is and so if uh if Huntington can stop the run 
and uh, and and play sound defensive football. Um, you know that Huntington's got has the chance to win that thing and win big, but they got to be able to stop Bird and and right. You know, we've been talking about Bird's offense for decades, yep. <laughs> so yep. it it's that's going to be an interesting ball club ball game, and I think that that uh, Bird is is primed to beat anybody you know uh, running the football, but um, you know Huntington is Huntington's extremely athletic, big, fast, physical. Um, you know, all going to come down to can he stop Bird. Yeah, and, um, you know, I, I think a lot of times, too, for me when it comes to Huntington is when I shoot these practices, for, I always seem to stay at Huntington uh, for a longer time than others. Uh, Coach Dennis likes to give me a lot of players to talk to, uh, interview, and so I always feel so attached to them because I spend so much time with them in the offseason. So maybe that has a little bit to do with it. What I will say about Bird that impressed me is is that game against Pleasant Grove, another Texas-Louisiana matchup last week in Texarkana, uh, you know, that game could have been a lot more lopsided than it was. Bird really hung tough in that game. Pleasant Grove, they are unbelievable on, on the roster. I yeah. mean, they've got power five, not just Division One. they got power five talent everywhere on that roster. So the fact that Bird hung tough with them on the road, I think that's a great sign uh, for the Yellow Jackets and what they're going to be able to do because Pleasant Grove, I think they're going to beat a lot of teams pretty handily as we go through the year. Oh, no question. And I think anybody that wants to judge uh, week one loss on the road at Pleasant Grove, um, if they want to judge Bird by that, it's pretty foolish. So, yeah. you know, Bird is well coached. Their scheme is is can be unstoppable, um, you know, night in and night out when you play them. Uh, and, and they're going to be well coached on defense, and they're great on special teams. So if you look, you, you check all the boxes, they can do all the things that you need to do to win. Uh, and, and I think that Huntington has got athletes. They've got, uh, you know, they've got the QB. They've got really good receivers. Um Bird runs Bird's, you know, double wing offense, and you've got to get them off the field, and you can't let them chew up time of possession and field position, and you can't give them extra possessions, and so you have to play sound uh, defensive football. And you know, Coach Dennis is a defensive coach; he knows what he's doing. And uh, this is a game I'm sure he wants really, really bad. And it's one of those two that, when, when you look at it on paper, you know, that's a five A team that's going to go deep every year and select. Yep. Um, you know, in the playoffs. And so it's a great matchup early in the season. See where you're at. Uh, and that one's going to be a fun one for sure. And that's all, I mean, you know, every time I do interview Coach Dennis preseason, it's kind of, those are the kind of things that he talks about when building a program. You got to be able to hang with the birds of the world uh, consistently mm -hmm. year in and year out. So um, another opportunity for them to do just that. And um, we're excited. I mean, that's a, Man, that's a great Thursday doubleheader for us. And we got some Texas games on Thursday as well. Um, I did want to mention um, before we go, our game of the week. Uh, obviously, you know, you're based in Louisiana. We're going to talk a lot more Louisiana. That's just kind of the nature. We're both based in Louisiana. That's, I don't know why I said you. But that we're naturally, we're, gonna, we're more knowledgeable about that. But, you know, we do have a lot of East Texas fans. And we do have our game of the week from East Texas, Dangerfield and Timson. Oh, my goodness. That is going to be a whale of a game. Uh, are, you, are you familiar with Timson's athlete they play at quarterback? Terry Bussey at all? No, I've heard the name. I yeah. haven't seen him play. I haven't seen any film on him, but I have heard his name. It's it's come up several times at some of these uh, Elite 11 right. uh, regionals when it comes to who's who, and I have heard about him, um, and I've also heard that uh, their offense is pretty fun to watch. Well, he is the number one athlete in the state of Texas. He plays defensive back quarterback. He play, he does everything, basketball, baseball, track, all that stuff. He is an unbelievable athlete. He has missed the first two weeks of the game or of the year, and Timson has completely dominated both teams that they've played. So if he can make it back for this Dangerfield game against another team that has power five talent, 
Uh, that's going to be an incredible game. And I think he told Daniel in the countdown that he was only going to miss the first two weeks. So he's looking to come back this week. Um, so, yeah, that's why he picked it as our game of the week. Timson, I tell you, the, the support of the Timson fans, they are so excited for this year. I mean, we posted our, uh, I, I think our Timson preview story was by far the most viewed on social media out of all the ones we did. And that's wild when you consider the team's, you know, the fan base sizes of like Bird, Shreve and all that, uh, that a little, you know, a little school at Timpson, Texas is getting all this, uh, all this support. But it's because of the talent they have. They think this is the year. So um, Dangerfield, Timpson, that's our game of the week. That is going to be a huge one. Daniel's heading out there um, on uh, Friday night. So we're really looking forward to that. Um, I think we went about 30 minutes. I can't see my clock anymore. But um, anything else you'd like to add? Any other games or anything else that, that maybe I missed that, that was kind of sticking out to you? I, don't, I wouldn't have any more games that I would add. I would just say that some names of guys to watch this week. Do it. Uh, Isaiah Kennedy quarterback from Woodlawn's the real deal. I know I mentioned him earlier. Uh, he is, he is, uh, he's fun to watch, and he may he makes some throws. You're like, how in the world did he do it? Uh, that that kid is unbelievable. Caleb Tucker, receiver for Huntington. Uh, watch him. That he he is he is fun. He's fun to watch. Um, and then you know, uh, from what I've been told, um, uh, there is uh, a two quarterback. Um, monster brewing in Minden. I don't have the names of those guys, but I heard that uh, there was there was some fireworks in that Parkway-Minden game that I was shocked by the score, 43-41. But, yeah. um, I, I heard they've got some dudes on the field. So, uh, you know, uh, that, that, that's going to be a fun team to track uh, the rest of the year with just the fact that they can score points like that. So, don't have any, don't have any games, so, so to speak. You know, I think Manny is going to DeRitter. That's a game that you want to watch. Um, uh, my old Bulldogs are heading up to my old Parkway Panthers That's to play it. this weekend, yep, yep. so that will be that that will be an interesting game. I think Eli's coming in with a bunch of his you know buddies there we uh, go. to to watch that one. So uh, you know n nothing nothing um, you know that just stands out, but there's just some kids out there that are doing some great things that I hope we get the opportunity uh, to to highlight here on our uh, our podcast because you know there's some unbelievable talent. I mean, our, our slot receiver, you probably don't know his name. His name's Cam Davis. Ten catches, 188 yards, and two touchdowns. And, uh, and our was sophomore he... quarterback, he's number nine. He's number yes. nine. He's legit. The and, stiff arm and then there. We uh... Have, uh... Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, had a, he, he put he put somebody um, in the turf, and then, yep. you know, our quarterback had a good night, 14 to 20, 278, two touchdowns, and then a rushing touchdown. So, yeah, these are, these are really, you know, cool moments for these kids to go out and do what they're doing. So, Right. Um, and it, just remember some of those names, man. It's going to be a, a fun weekend of football this this weekend for sure. Well, I was proud of myself uh, on the fever last week. Um, one of the uh, the way we do our system for scripts, if you don't close out the script, it doesn't save or populate when I'm reading it. And so we had a photographer. Um, I won't say his or her name here to embarrass them. But we had a photographer who forgot to close out the script in the Huntington game. And um, so I'm going blind here oh, on no. these highlights. And I want to, you know, I'm trying to remember a name please so I can give them some credit for these great plays and uh, I remembered Lorenzo White the quarterback's easiest to remember and then I knew it was Caleb Tucker because I talked to him preseason and I remembered his hair coming out of his helmet so I was able to get that name yep. so when you said that name I was like ha ah, yes I, I he saved me by scoring a touchdown on our highlights so I can remember <laughs> the name because I did not have a script so uh, yeah that was totally unscripted but yeah I agree uh, Caleb's a great player uh, and I, I am excited to watch Woodlawn this year I had that same thought because I you know as I said I did shoot your game uh, Friday 
Uh, and I had that same thought with Woodlawn. Like, man, they got a lot of talent here. And they, it just seems, you know, that they're a team that's looking to, looking to make a step up. And I felt that way about Minden, too, in our preview. You can kind of get a sense a lot of times from these coaches, the way they're talking. Uh, you can kind of get a little sense of, like, yeah, this coach is – he maybe he's not saying it, but he believes that this year could be a good one for them. And Minden was one of those, too. So, yeah, I mean, so many athletes, so many teams, so many games. And uh, – I'm just thankful I have someone like you to, to help me break it all down, man, because it is a lot. Man, I, I'm enjoying it. I uh, always enjoy our time talking ball. Oh, yeah, this is a part of the week. Uh, and all the prep of a Friday or a, a football week, this is one that I uh, always look forward to, just getting to chat with my old buddy and uh, talk about these games. Because, you know, it may not surprise you, a lot of people in my life don't have this deep knowledge of, of, of high school football. Like, I can only talk about Caleb uh, Tucker to my wife so much. She gets kind of bored. <laughs> well, I don't know how much depth there is to the knowledge, but I do enjoy uh, talking ball with you. And at the same time, I really get to get, get to meet some of these kids in the off season, and right. uh, they're 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 impressive. And so I want to make sure I get to drop drop their name as much as possible. Well, I can tell you, I did inter interview Caleb in the countdown, and he was great. So maybe depending on how that game shakes out with Bird, maybe I'll maybe I'll try to get on the phone with Coach Dennis. Maybe we can get some Huntington in here next week, or we'll figure it out. We'll try to get a guest next week to kind of mix it up a little bit um, on top of our our usual conversations. But yeah, I think that's uh, that's all I got. You're good. I'm I'm good, man. So you didn't say who are you picking, Shreve or or Calvary? Oh, I gotta I have to pick. You gotta remember. Hey, man. I'm we're going to get... start keeping score on this thing. So, <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to get the text. Remember, regardless of who you or I pick, I'm getting the text either way. <laughs> but, man, see, this is rough for me because we all know. Uh, we got two picks. You got to pick Huntington Bird. You have to pick Shree Calvary. I'm picking – I'm going to pick the, the, the Huntington Raiders, and I'm going to pick the Calvary Cavaliers. All right, well, it's not fun if I pick the same thing, so let's go opposite. I'm going Bird and Shreve, baby. Classic 5A teams. You can't beat Bird and Shreve. Come on. I'm sorry, Coach Yeah, Garrett I knew you would. And Coach Dennis. I knew you would. <laughs> well, whatever. Wait, it'll be fine. It'll be fun. We can talk about it next week. Um, so, yes, Bird and Shreve, that's my picks. We're going chalk. Staying true to the traditional powers of Shreveport. Um, but... Yeah, I, I'm excited for both those games. I mean, that's a great Thursday slate. Those are two Game of the Week-worthy matchups uh, on a Thursday, mm -hmm. and we're going to get that a lot uh, with Lee Hedges being out of commission. So uh, got to tune in on Thursday nights uh, for, the, for the mini. I think we're going to do a mini edition of the Fever every Thursday now because we actually have games. All right, so we will keep score. We didn't do it last week, but we'll start week two in Louisiana. That's what we'll do. We'll, we'll pick a couple games a week, and, and we'll, we'll, uh, I'll start tallying the scores up. Um, so we'll see what happens um, at the end of Thursday night. We'll have plenty of time to. Uh, I'll have plenty of time to come up with an excuse if it doesn't go my way. Coach, Hart you know you're going to win. You have you have all the prep time. You know you're going to win. You're enjoying <laughs> that I'm, I'm being educated into this contest with you. But that's good. But we need to make this a little more interesting. And so I think that both of us having a scorecard for the year on our picks is is the best way to do it. So yeah, no, uh, like it. you should beat me handily, handily. But I'm I'm looking forward to this because there are some really good matchups well, you know this, what? I this think, week is is one of them i think what we should do is that is that we should pick three games a week so we've got the two okay. here okay what do we think do we, do maybe benton texas high for the third um well i mean that one is uh i'm not gonna go against my boy reynolds you know <laughs> I, i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick <laughs> what am i benton doing tie, hail benton i coached i i coached there so you know i, I can't go against t smith and, and reynolds <laughs> 
so you really put pushing me in a corner there, man. That was great. And and I'm doing it again right now because I was gonna say Texas high, and I started the show talking about how I do love Benton, and then I'm gonna pick against them right away. So do we want to do that one? Do we want to put ourselves in that pickle? Do we want to pick another one? Oh yeah, no, you did it. If we have three picks, so there you <laughs> All go. All right, all right. Well, Texas high. I got Texas high, Bird Shreve. You have Benton, Huntington, and Calvary. We is we good? We're good. All right. I promise, Coach Reynolds. I love Benton. <laughs> it's not going to be enough. I come brother. out at it's 6 a.m. every year to talk to Benton because I enjoy going out there so much. I, I'm really, really getting myself in trouble. Whatever. You know what? Maybe I fired him up last year, and I'm just trying to do it again. We'll, we'll call it that. Um, okay. Well, one of us is on the hot seat, or maybe both, depending on uh, how <laughs> everyone reacts. But uh, this is fun, man. Uh, like I said, I appreciate it, Coach. Uh, I'll leave you with any last words before we log off. No, man, I've always enjoyed it. Look forward to it. And uh, I, I think that those, those picks are safe picks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see you next, uh, next Thursday. We'll talk about it, although we do record this on a Tuesday for those who are wondering when we do it. Tuesday at about 7 o'clock is our normal recording time. So yep. my phone it was ringing like five minutes ago. So whoever was calling me, probably my wife, Tuesday at 7 o'clock, I'm busy. All right, Coach, uh, <laughs> appreciate you being here, man. I wish you the best of luck in our picks, and I do appreciate you listening to us wherever you are listening to us on the Three Fever Point After Podcast.